Ah, distance. It's amazing how getting a little bit of distance or putting a little bit of distance between yourself and something rather worrying uh, tends to just help make you feel better. And you know, your horse, well, he kind of feels similarly towards things that make him feel a little bit anxious and nervous. And this week on the Daily Strides podcast, we are going to be chatting all about desensitizing and how you can get your horse to feel better without having to get the distance between himself and that object. Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast where each and every week we take something different to do with horse riding. We break it down into little step-by-step pieces that you can work through with your horse, whether it be in the saddle or as the case is this week on the ground. So there's the Monday podcast, which you're listening to right now, and then there's another four audio programs that go with the Monday one. They're follow-on. They're more step-by-step, detailed instructions. You just download them to your phone, pop your phone in your pocket, and away you go. You have a riding instructor with you in the arena. And as I mentioned, it's step-by-step. You work through the topic through the week with your horse. You can do it in your own time, wherever it is that suits you and suits your horse to get this topic done and kind of I suppose to get some success and some progress I very often see riders in the arena and the biggest challenge they have is the endless circle so this is something new and exciting for you to do each and every week with your horse to keep things inspiring and um, I will let you know at the end of this how you can get your hands on all this week's lessons and all the past week's lessons as well but let us get back to today and what we were talking about and that is well we kind of kicked it off with the distance but we're actually going to be talking about desensitizing our horses now this is the third part in our groundwork series so if you have not listened to part one and part two I strongly suggest going back over them because we have been kind of building on um, kind of I suppose week by week in this to get to the point where we want to desensitize and when I'm talking about desensitize and I spoke about distance earlier um, it's really important to understand that horses are flight animals by nature and what that means is that if very often if they sense a threat their first instinct or desire is going to be to put a little bit of distance between themselves and that perceived threat as quickly as possible okay but now you also have to take into account that every horse is a unique character and the reaction might be different in each horse but essentially um, they want to get away from things that are uncomfortable and things that well downright scare them okay now I think it's really important that when you're working with your horse you first begin to identify your horse's reactions to different situations and not only that when you're working with groundwork in particular and when we're talking about desensitizing what we're looking to do is to mitigate or to change those reactions over time okay so we're going to desensitize our horse from the scary thing that he uh, first saw and before you get all upset and you think oh you know that isn't that changing our horses no it's not you are also Uh, desensitizing yourself on a day-to-day basis Uh, a good example of this is if you think back to the very first time you got into the saddle and perhaps you were feeling a little bit nervous now probably one of the key things that happened there that got you feeling more confident about the situation to the point where you don't really think about getting into the saddle anymore as being an event um, is that there was a person with you or the horse that you were on was very calm and very relaxed through it all 
And this is so important because if you want to learn how to, I suppose, get your horse to react differently to different things, you have to be the sort of person that your horse is going to trust to actually take that guidance from, to kind of lead the way from. So again, think about your own situation. We spoke about getting into the saddle, but with anything in life, there's often a certain amount of anxiety and tension that comes with doing new things or new situations, new circumstances. And then as soon as we're eased into it, um, and particularly how we're eased into it, it's going to then affect how much our the tension levels kind of drop and relax as we get more and more used to that particular thing until it becomes a non-event in our day-to-day lives and that is what when you're desensitizing your horse that is what we are going to be talking about now it's really really important first of all that you think safety safety is so important remember you want to make this environment as nice and as pleasant as possible for your horse so having somewhere where you're both safe is a uh, really important now probably somewhere that's quiet that's pretty familiar and also that there won't be any unnecessary distractions or disruptions is going to be best here with your horse okay if you think of somewhere that's very busy or maybe somewhere you're not used to working with your horse in or even an area where it's a lot of noise and there's a lot of kind of comings and goings and things happening that's not the best place in the world to start working with your horse particularly when you're working with desensitizing your horse okay it's also really important that you do not restrain or tie your horse up okay so back in the back in the days <laughs> um a lot of people would um they kind of carried out a process called sacking with the horses. Now, a lot of people will still use that word, but I think how it is used has changed slightly. Um, Back then, way back then, uh, you would have horses tied. They would be actually restrained, uh, tied to poles or to, I don't know, walls, whatever it was, trees. um, And then they were basically forced to accept these different things. Maybe it was a, a bag or a blanket or whatever the case was until the horse eventually stopped struggling from it. Now you can imagine how anxious and tense that would be for the horse, okay? Um, yes, probably the horse accepted it at the end, but I think there's a lot better ways to do that without having all that maybe nastiness going on and preceding it, okay? So don't restrain your horse. However, you do have to have a certain amount of control of your horse, so a head collar or a bridle is necessary, okay? But what's important here is that you realize your horse has to have the freedom to move around a little and not feel forced or stuck in any particular circumstance. If he's going to learn to trust you, it has to be on the terms that you are there as a safeguard, um, keeping him safe from the scary thing, whether it be a plastic bag or a tarp or a blanket or a clippers or hose pipe, whatever the case is, um, but that he learns that through the fact that if he wants to move a little, he can. However, you're almost the rock that's going to keep him safe there in that situation. Keep in mind always that if you have an increased tension and fear, it's going to cause your horse to react more, okay? It's going to increase the reaction to any sort of stimulation uh, rather than to get him to relax and to just eventually learn to accept and even enjoy the particular thing that's going to happen okay now the other thing that is really important I would say it's actually one of the most important factors in this is your frame of mind and your attitude okay so just like when we thought back to maybe you getting into the saddle for the first time if you had had a person on the ground let's say your riding instructor your trainer whoever was with you and they were maybe 
really short on time and they were grumpy and they were gruff and they were barking out orders at you and they were kind of pulling the horse around and they threw you on and you weren't getting any real explanations as to why things were happening and what was supposed to be happening. They were just being really maybe rude and obnoxious with you, a little bit tense and whatever the case was, it's not going to be a happy experience for you, okay? And you probably would get off going, you know what? I'm not going to repeat that anytime soon. And you'd put a little bit of distance between yourself and a saddle, okay? Next time it, c- it came up. Um, same principle applies if the person on the ground was maybe very nervous, okay? So you can kind of think, I, I always notice when, and we had this conversation recently here at the barn, there was a professional here that was doing something with the horses and they kept saying the word, okay. They kept saying, okay, um, okay, okay, okay. And I took that to be that they weren't 100% confident in what they were doing and they were actually trying to almost convince themselves that they could do it. And in doing so was really just showing everybody else around that they couldn't do it. So the same principle applies if you are feeling very maybe afraid or nervous or just not confident in your abilities to do this you're not the correct person then to be working with this with your horse okay you need somebody who is going to be very confident very self-assured not in an aggressive way but just in a way that kind of instills confidence in those around them and that's really important okay so your frame of mind you have to lead by example and of course if you're confident you're generally relaxed okay if you're confident in any sort of a situation it leads to a certain amount of relaxation through your body and that's what you want any sort of stress aggression nervousness anxiety fear is only going to serve to reinforce the belief in the horse that that particular situation is not a great one to be in and they're going to start looking for exit points okay now you also want to make sure you have a lot of time on your hands so very often riders do not have um, success with this sort of kind of working with the horse on the ground and it's because first of all they set the standard too high and they set the time amount or the amount of allocated time they're going to give themselves and the horses to achieve this too low okay you want to rather set a kind of a very low standard that you can repeat quite often okay and then slowly from there build up the standard of what you're looking for but then give yourself an awful lot of time to achieve that in you don't want to be rushed you don't want to be constantly thinking oh oh I've only got five minutes and then I have to go and put the dinner on or whatever the case is you have to give yourself and your horse enough time that it becomes just so relaxed and so easy and all the time focusing on those, as I mentioned, those small little wins that you can repeat day in and day out. And that is the key to ensuring success when you're working with your horses, okay? Now, the very last episode where we spoke about this groundwork, we talked about pressure and release. And we're going to use the same concept when we're talking about desensitizing your horse, okay? but So it's really important that you understand when to apply the pressure and also then when to release the pressure okay now you'll often hear it said that it'll people will say pressure release or they'll say approach and retreat okay and with this so if you can think about the scary thing approaches and then it retreats it's taken away approaches it's introduced and then it's taken away and would be the retreat and of course that is the release and the pressure the approach is the applying of the pressure okay so it's the same concept when we're working with desensitizing our horses and again the timing and you watching for how your horse is going to react in any particular kind of circumstances or 
situation is really important as well. And as I mentioned, you have to work this up slowly to build it slowly into your horse's, um, I suppose, way of going. So once you can make sure that you're nice and calm and you're in a good spot, what you can start to do then is to I suppose, introduce the scary thing. Now, scary things can come in all sorts of shapes and forms. You could have a hose pipe. You could have a spray bottle. A lot of horses don't like a spray bottle. Have a plastic bag. You could have a blanket. Initially, you could have a numner or a saddle pad that has to go onto your horse. It can be lots and lots of different things um, that your horse might be a little bit afraid of. But you have to bear in mind that how you introduce each new item or each new experience to your horse is going to have a lasting effect of how they think about that in the long run okay so you want to do it very very gradually okay also a lot of people will um, bring the scary thing from a lower point and all that means is that you're not putting it over their head okay just like us they don't have eyes in the top of their heads and it worries them a little bit when scary things are placed on top of their head or over their head so you don't want to do that you want to keep things nice and down and low where they're able to see things okay and then from that you can start working towards introducing it and then taking it away now it's really important that you're as I mentioned all the time you don't want to push your horse to the point where you're getting a lot of um maybe nervous and excess tension and that you have to allow your horse to relax and to bring it back and not only that that they can see that because you're not worried about it therefore they shouldn't also not worry so much about it and as it goes on um with your horse so you want to make sure that it's very very i suppose slight movements or slight kind of little nudges in the correct direction you're not going to nudge your horse with the object by the way that would cover a lot less okay so as your horse learns that this is okay and that once they relax and they've accepted it in space that the not the nasty thing the horrible thing the scary thing is going to be taken away you can start them working further and further closer and closer to your horse and working using your horse and getting your horse used to this concept and um, as it goes until eventually you have the desired result but again keep in mind that you have to give yourself a longer period of time and depending on your horse's character and your horse's maybe past experiences it may take longer or it may take shorter for each individual horse there's no kind of cookie cutter um kind of a okay it's going to fit into this mold this is where we're going to go this is how we're going to do it. it's going to take x amount of time over x amount of days and there we go that's not going to work and if you go in with that attitude well you're going to be a little bit disappointed okay we are running out of time with this this week on daily strides premium we are going to be working through um, this topic of desensitizing, obviously in a lot more uh, detail than what we've done just now. Um, we're going to be talking about introducing the scary object, working up to actually touching your horse with the object, and not only that, moving the object over and around your horse or moving your horse around the object. We all know that sometimes when you're riding your horse, it can be that the object is something you have to go past. And it's also um, good to know how to get your horse at that point as well, okay? Um, if you want to join us, you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join all the details are there and we would absolutely love to have you and as I mentioned you'll get all the past week's lessons on the desensitizing but also on all the other lessons as well and um, have a really really good week keep well and I'll chat to you soon be good bye